thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. It's time to kick your shoes off, put your heels up, and listen to how to live your best barefoot lifestyle with your host, the barefoot podiatrist, Paul Thompson. Hello, and welcome back to the Barefoot Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Thompson, and today I wanted to talk about toe spaces or toe separators. I've been getting a lot of questions around this, Um, a lot of people asking whether they should be using them, are they any good, where do you get them, what brand do I use, Um, how do you go about using them. So I thought it would be a good one to talk about today to answer some of those questions I've been getting. So for those of you who don't know what a toe spacer is, I mean, you could look it up. Getting a a visual might be easier to uh, understand what I'm talking about. But they're essentially uh, normally like a gel, like a silicon type material used to separate all the toes. So they come in a variety of shapes and sizes and colors. But most commonly, yeah, it's that silicon type uh, material that you pop between each of the toes. It's normally one big device um, that'll help to pull your toes apart and into better alignment. There's some other versions out there that might be uh, foam or other sorts of materials, but yeah, sort of medical type silicon tends to be um, the most popular and they're kind of the ones I find tend to be more comfortable as well. So what do we use them for? Now, for many of you, you probably know or you may have forgotten that the widest part of our foot should be the toes. So when we're born, if you watch a a baby or a toddler who hasn't been subjected to shoes too much yet, you'll find that the widest part of their foot is the toes, not the ball of the foot, like a lot of people uh, tend to think in shoe shops. So essentially the toe spaces are designed to try and pull those toes back apart because for most of us living in shoes, we end up with too much compression at the toes and the toes start to squish in towards each other which for many people, they see that as normal now. It's not, I mean, it's normal because it's um, because a lot of people have it, but it's definitely not natural. So we need our toes to have a functional healthy foot to have or be, have the ability to be able to splay our toes apart for lots of different reasons, but mainly for, for balance and a better, stronger foundation. Um, it's really important to have that. So toe spaces, you pop them over the foot and they sort of pop between each of the toes. When you first start using them, they can sort of feel a bit uncomfortable because they're essentially stretching all the soft tissue and can even be gently sort of manipulating the joints into a straighter position. So do I recommend them? 100%. If you can 
get them on your foot without pain, like discomfort's okay, but if you're experiencing pain when you're putting them on, then you, you need to go and uh, get the advice of a professional and find out whether they're right for you, whether there's an issue with a joint, whether there's something else going on. But if you can get them on, then 100%, if you're wearing shoes, if your toes aren't the widest part of your foot, then I think we definitely should be jumping onto these devices to help give our feet a better chance of uh, working more functionally. So when the toes uh, squish together, so imagine like a rubber band around your toes, pulling them all in towards each other so there's not much space between each one, it starts to change the alignment of the joints. So imagine like a bunion, that's an extreme version of what's happening on a milder level when you're in shoes and eventually it can progress to something like a bunion. Now, at a basic level, even when there's no bunion um, formed, when those toes become squished together, like I mentioned, it pulls the joints out of alignment, which means you end up with a much more unstable joint. So a joint is at its strongest and its most stable when it's in its optimal position. So squishing the toes together means it's definitely much harder to create stability through uh, the toes, through the ball of the foot, um, even right back through the arch and the ankle. It can have a roll-on effect too. So, yeah, pulling them back apart can help to um, restabilize the joint and give you a better chance of getting all the muscles and nerves uh, firing more efficiently by having the joints in a more centrated, aligned position. Now, not only does it pull the joints out of alignment, but it can start to change the alignment of what's called the sesamoids. Now, the sesamoids sit underneath the big toe joint and they're kind of like two little peas, bony parts that um, are underneath the ball of the foot, underneath the boat, the big toe. Now, they play a really important role like the kneecap in with leverage of the muscles that, are, that run past it. In particular, some of the flexor muscles that help drive the big toe, which again helps with stability and propulsion through walking and jumping and all that sort of stuff. So if we're pulling the big toe joint out of alignment, quite often we end up moving those sesamoids out of alignment too, which means muscles that are driving the big toe don't work as well. And that can become a much bigger problem for the whole body. The other muscle that doesn't seem to like working all that well when the big toe is pulled out of alignment is the abductor hallucis muscle. Now, it helps to pull the toe and keep the toe in a, a straighter line, but it also helps to push the big toe down as well for propulsion and helps to stabilize the arch. Now, when we start squishing the toes together and pulling that big toe out of alignment, then that abductor hallucis muscle needs to work harder. So eventually it wants to just kind of turn off and not work as much because it's harder for it to do so. And which means we end up with a much less stable arch 
and again, a much less stable B toe. Now, the B toe joint is really, really important for lots of things. So when we start mucking around with the muscles that drive that B toe joint and stabilize that B toe joint, then it's going to have ramifications on the whole body and start to drive things way upstream, so knees, hips, lower back, um, ankles, all out of alignment as well and can change how we actually walk and how we like position our hips, how we twist our foot, all sorts of things during gait because of how we drive over the B-toe. So with that in mind, using things like toe spaces to help pull that B-toe back into alignment, I think is a really important thing. Um, I spend a lot of time barefoot. I wear barefoot shoes, but I still wear toe spaces whenever I think of it. Sometimes I'll even pop them in one of my shoes that are really wide to walk around you know, at work, whatever I'm doing um, with a barefoot shoe on with the toe spaces in. So, you know, that's something you can also do um, to help as well. But for me, with toe spaces, I find like they can be great on their own, like sitting down, just stretching the toes out or walking around in shoes. You know, it can be a great way to help start getting some spread back between the toes and starting to stretch out that soft tissue and and get the joints starting to, um, I guess, get into more of an aligned position. But I think with toe spaces, it shouldn't just end there. Okay, that's kind of the the easy part. You can definitely get advantages and benefits from just wearing them and doing nothing else. But I think the real magic happens when you start layering toe spaces with some barefoot exercises so that you're not only putting the joints and muscles and nerves and all those things into the right position, but then you're also training the muscles around those joints to get stronger in that position and to have a much better chance of holding that new position. But you're also teaching the brain if you're doing sort of barefoot exercises with the spaces on, I find you can really start to almost train the brain to want to have stability through those joints because you've got to remember, you know, if there's years and years of, we'll call it neglect of the big toe and, and cramping of the, the toes and that's what your brain knows and your brain's worked out a way to walk, to compensate for the new position of the toes being all squished together and, you know, some of the muscles might have turned off in the foot or just aren't working as well. So the brain will work out a way to compensate and that might mean recruiting other muscles, stiffening up certain joints, whatever it may be for your body to feel like it's created enough stability for you to stay safe. That's what it would do. So as part of wearing toe spaces, I almost feel like, yeah, it's it's really, really important that we need to be training the brain and the body to take on these new positions of better alignment. Otherwise, the, the brain doesn't really catch on that quick. You know, it still stays with that old habit because that's how you've been walking for potentially years and years. 
especially if you're going back into you know shoes each day for work that aren't wide enough then you know a few minutes or you know even an hour or so of a night in toe spaces won't or probably won't be enough to strengthen those muscles to help counterbalance what the shoes are doing so yeah my advice with them is 100% yeah like get them wear them um you know like i mentioned they i think they're great but yeah really start thinking about ways you can incorporate wearing them while strengthening your foot while strengthening the whole chain so it might be that you wear them barefoot and just do some single leg balancing type drills or it could be you wear them and do some squatting you could wear them and do some individual foot exercises to you know just solely work on that abductor hallucis muscle or some of the flexor muscles uh, whatever it may be for you the tibialis posterior um, so I might be squeezing a ball between the heels and doing heel raises which uh, one of, that's on my Instagram account if you want to check that out as an idea but they're the sorts of things you can pop the toe spaces in and then be training like that muscle to be working whilst the toes are in the best position possible also need to think of the nerves that are all associated um, down there there's a, there's a nerve that runs around the big toe so if we're letting those toes squish together too much, you can start aggravating those nerves that run around the big toe. So again, really widening and stretching those toes out can also give some relief to some nervy type stuff that people get when they're developing um, bunions. So yeah, I think there's, there's huge benefits. Now, as far as I know, there's no rule when getting into toe spaces. Um, you know, I quite often get patients asking how long should they wear them and it's, you know, how long is a piece of string? Like how long have you been in shoes for? How long are you still in shoes each day? You know, there's a lot to consider. So I think just working out a routine that works for you um, would be ideal, something you can stick to. And ideally, maybe trying to break it up into a few times a day, you know, like rather than just trying to binge once a day on trying to get all your good movement and, and toe spreading whatever in, you know, if you can get a little bit more shorter periods through the day, then that's going to be easier for you to, um, again, try and get that brain to link in with it um, more. But in saying that, there's also nothing wrong with, you know, if you're sitting watching some telly or you're um, I don't know, on the ground doing some homework, whatever it may be, yeah, 100%. You pop your toe spaces in. I quite often, if I'm chilling out, you know, reading a book, whatever it may be, you can pop them in and at least you, you know that your toe is getting some bit of stretching and they're in a nice aligned position. So, yeah, nothing wrong with that. But where possible, I really, really um, can't stress enough how um, important I think it is that you incorporate some exercises with these devices now at the moment i'm wearing the correct toes brand of toe spaces and no i'm not paid to say that but that's just the ones i'm currently wearing and i find their uh, quality wise has been really good they also have 
on the big toe and the little toe portion a little slit in the device, which if you look online, it'll make more sense what I'm talking about, that you can sort of pack with you know some cardboard or whatever it may be to try and increase the um, width of the little toe and the big toe space apart so you can get a little bit more um, spread if you need to. Um, but yeah, I just find they're nice and slim line. They fit into shoes really easy. There's also a thousand other brands, maybe not a thousand, there's some other brands online. Uh, the Foot Collective have a model which has a strap around the big toe. So if you're doing some training barefoot, that can be handy because it keeps the big toe uh, kind of locked into the device a little bit better. There's yoga toes. I find they're probably a little bit bulky um, to fit into a shoe or to train with. But if you're after something you can just chill out and sit with, then they're good for that too. And then, you know, eBay and stuff, there's stacks of them that are popping up um, as well. Quality probably won't be uh, quite as good as some of the like more expensive brands. But, you know, you sort of work out what it is you're after. If it's just something... Um, cheap to get you started then yeah you know jump on ebay or whatever and and get some but yeah, if you want something that's going to last you can wear in um shoes then and it's going to be like definitely more comfortable and definitely designed more around the shape of the foot then check out some of the uh the like better brands um or more popular brands as yeah they like correct toes, they kind of have some research and um, and stuff behind theirs. So, yeah, I hope uh, that kind of gives you a bit of an insight into toe spaces. Um, don't want to ramble on too much about it, but just, yeah, remember that aligning the toes is really, really important. Helps, gives you uh, a better foundation, so better balance, helps activate the arch like much easier when the toes are aligned. Uh, it's better for joint prevention. If the toes are in a better position, they're going to last longer and they'll work how they're meant to work rather than being out of alignment and rubbing against each other or you know grinding the wrong way. That's when you end up with aches and pains, arthritic type conditions. Um, you know, over time, that constant dislocation of the big toe lead to to things like bunions, end up with nervy pain, um, you know, all sorts of things. And, and like I said before, it really um, makes it harder to propel off the big toe and to create stability through that big toe. So, yeah, really important that you start to think about um, splaying those toes, getting the toes um, to be, you know, one of the wider parts of the foot. Um, and, yeah. By doing that, I think toe spaces are a fantastic option. So check them out. If you've got questions, make sure you send them through. Now, if you would like an online consultation uh, to check in with how you're walking, uh, get some advice on some pain you might be going through at the moment with your foot or lower limb that may be associated with your gait or your movement patterns, then you can book in online. Um, I offer in-clinic consultations. I offer Skype consultations. And with Skype in particular, we will you know, check out 
how you're walking, how you're moving, um, and work on exercises that can help restabilize the foot and reconnect your foot right through to your hip and core to help uh, improve your gait patterns, your movement patterns to create more stability through your body. Um, yeah, and then try and get you out of pain and, and moving as efficiently as we can through life. So, yeah, jump online. The link's in the notes, the show notes. And if you'd like a consultation, yeah, be sure to uh, jump on there and book that in. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.